In this show, we are going to share with you all of the benefits of using Zoom controllers in your student broadcasting program. We're going to do that? Yes. In this episode? Yes. Nice. Hey, everybody. My name is Eric Allgood. I'm the Strive Director of Productions and School Training, and this is Jordan Hebner. I am the AV Specialist of the Strive Schools. Strive AV. Oh, StriveAV.com. Like we said, in this video, we're going to talk about uh, Zoom controllers and its uh, benefits what they are. We don't have one in front of us. Jordan's got his Rubik's Cube, though. Um, but we're going to tell you all of the things about a Zoom controller without showing you a Zoom controller, because, of course, this is the Tech and Teaching Podcast, and this is Episode 1. All right, so it's our first episode of doing this. So, Jordan, first of all, we have to give just a little bit of backstory about why we know about Zoom controllers and more of the things that we're going to talk about during this this new podcast from Strive. We have we have some background. Mm-hmm. We're not just a couple guys with microphones and headsets. They and look lights. cool, though, don't they? They, do, they sound great, don't yeah, they? they? do. This is the best I've ever looked. <laughs> exactly. Uh, go. I was going to go, but you go. Well, I... No, you go first. B- background. Well, we've... <laughs> I've done a lot of productions with you. Yes. And um, a lot of learning in the past uh, two, two and a half years now that I've been with Strive. Yes. And there's a numerous, numerous, a lot of productions that we've done. And we've, there's a lot of learning that went from a one camera all the way up to now multicam with occasional replay and stuff like that. And so I've learned a lot along the way and prepared to learn more. Right. Um, this is the 10th school year of Strive. Actually, it's the 11th school year, uh, 10 years, if you will, the anniversary of Strive. Uh, so 10 years of Strive. This is my eighth school year with Strive, and before that, 11 years on the radio. So I'm back in front of a microphone, which is what I had done, you know, at 6 o'clock. This is not 6 o'clock in the morning, so I'm very excited about, uh, uh, you know, being on air, as it were, and not having it at that time. But uh, – Done over a thousand broadcasts of all sorts of varieties, everything from um, boys state uh, basketball semifinals to uh, golf invite, um, mm-hmm. doing golf That's live right. live on the radio. Golf uh, as a one person production is it's fun and it's unique. So that's kind of uh, kind of our background. We always want to kind of uh, get people a little bit of uh, the background of us. Strive's been around a while, and really, yes, uh, since Jordan's come on, we've really kind of ramped up production stuff. Um, the multicam stuff, we've gotten some opportunities with some outside partners that have really helped helped us expand what we do, and internally with Strive, and how that has also turned around and expanded to our Strive schools. And so this podcast, Tech and Teaching, is about sharing more of our knowledge and uh, gaining a little more insight. Hopefully you come away perhaps inspired if you are a current Strive School. Even if you're not a current Strive School, perhaps this is uh, uh, an invitation to uh, check out what we do a little bit more. Um, we, we love working with schools and uh, all of the student opportunities that, uh, that lie within that. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's why we're doing this. So uh, we wanted to start off with some of the, the what, the how, and the why. And we wanted to start episode one with some of the what. And in, in putting all this together, Jordan, we, we just kind of are breaking it down into those three. Um, and before we get to the Zoom controller, we should say that equipment doesn't necessarily need to be at the top 
of a uh, of a teacher or a school district's list. Like we have to have the latest thing. We have to have broadcast quality cameras. We have to have X Y Z. That's not yeah. the thing, but it's a thing. It makes it a lot more fun, and especially for the kids, they they like all the giz- gadgets and gizmos. But no, you could do this on a very entry level camera and tripod and away you go it doesn't have to be fancy right and that's what we're talking about with these these zoom controllers um first of all let's talk about the product uh hoosier can flash up the actual picture of what we're talking about on the Mm -hmm. product page but let's talk about what strive av has available for these zoom controllers and and what the physical thing that we're looking at yeah we so we can get a lot of different a lot of different ones but the one that we kind of recommend the most is 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 a libic zoom controller that it's just a it's a a butterfly valve or switch basically, and you can zoom in and out. Um, it mounts onto the arm. Clamps on, right? Clamps on, yeah, yeah. Not mounts, but clamps onto the arm of the of your tripod panhandle, and you just thumb operation, and it makes it so much easier. Um, so that that's kind of in a nutshell. You can't, there's, there's other ones that you can get if you want to control, like your iris and your focus and stuff like that. It's kind of, they make some that are all integrated, but... Um, for the most part, most people don't want to mess with all of that. So zooming is the most important aspect of it. Right. And, and zooming, I think is something that we want to talk about. And that's, that's where, um, I guess my side comes in is, is when we talk about why do you want to zoom in and out? If you don't zoom in and out, uh, even as a, uh, as a broadcast that has, even if you only have one camera and honestly, if you have one camera and you're like, well, what's the next thing we could do? A zoom controller is the thing. I, I would is, definitely say a zoom controller. It's probably before anything else yep. equipment wise, being able to zoom in and out smoothly. And that's, what's nice about this thing. You mentioned it was a butterfly. I don't even know. I don't know all the tech stuff. So it's a butterfly switch. Well, a va- valve. It's not a valve. Valve sounds like it should be on the car. Any- yes. Then that's my background. That's being the- a mechanic for six years. Um, it, it has a middle fulcrum. And so it kind of goes like this and it's, so it's a butterfly switch see i would call that a rocker a rocker sw- a well rocker? Yeah, okay yeah okay same difference yeah, a carburetor has a butterfly valve that's where i'm pulling it from. Uh, okay and it's like the same thing but okay it's a rocker a it's, butterfly it's, switch it's, rocker it's, switch whatever you want okay to call it. okay so um <laughs> so so why is you mentioned the the libic ones and we can we can get other ones and there are certainly plenty of options but why is this libic one the one that we recommend if you will to uh to most of our schools price isn't bad the price yeah it's not bad and it's it works with a lot right and it works with yeah canon panasonic sony maybe a jvc it, it fits a couple of them so there's a wide range and if you have different cameras it kind of works with most of them uh but to be honest it's the one that we've tested and really like and i think that's a kind of the part of when we recommend something at Strive AV or on the TV side that we've tested it. And so we know it works. And we've also uh, used the Magnus zoom controllers as well, um, which is the same, the same brand as what some of the tripods that we've, we've used in the past. Uh, and the, the Libic, 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 Libic. Yeah, Libic. I call it Libic. Libic. I could sure. be wrong. Um, that butterfly switch, <laughs> whatever you want to, it, it is, that. it does, it's more of a natural feel cause it's just of the way it's shaped. I think. Yeah, And so instead of like, I always felt with the Magnus, like you could just, and I did a few times, like you can just slide right off the end yep. of using it. Yep. So, yep. uh, so that helps, helps a lot. 
the well the the only thing that I would take over the, the for the, the Magnus over the Libic is that it has a replaceable cable. Mm. The the Libic has a molded fixed cable, so if that ever wears out, which on the Magnus uh, zoom controllers we've had that problem where those just tiny wires break and then it doesn't work anymore. But right now we're going on maybe two years of using that our Libic zooming controllers and there's no issues. So, um, but that's just me wanting to have a little, which, which does mean we still need proper care of it. We can't just toss it in the bag or slam a backpack or zip it up in the backpack with it. Yeah. Please don't do that at all. Um, the engaging part is probably the next piece that we want to talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if you are, if you are watching a broadcast, and, and I'll say this is we're talking about junior high sports, we're talking about high school, varsity, whatever it is. If we have one camera, and that's all we've got, and that's perfectly fine, is a great place to start. But if all we have is one camera and the rocker, the rocker arm on the camera itself, and every camera has some sort of switch, slider bar, whatever that is for right. Zoom, Yep. if that that's that's a pain. If you're a camera operator, you got to reach all the way up top, and you're if you're standing there, you're sitting, whatever it is, and you got to reach all the way up to run the zoom. You're not going to do it. It's well, and yeah, it's awkward, and it's, it's, it's so it's really awkward, and it affects the camera movement because inevitably you're going to move the camera yeah. while you hit that thing with your hand. We also have depending on your your type of camera that you're recording with the HDMI port that most of our schools are using can be right where your hand would sit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the the older G20s, yep. um, the XA11. That HDMI port is actually, you know, if you were going to make it a true uh, camcorder, put your hand in the, in the holder, Right. Your the HDMI port's right there in the palm of your hand. Well, you can't really do that. Well, if you're trying to run that zoom controller, you're doing the same thing. So the zoom controller gets you off the camera, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, it mounts, a, mounts back on there. And... The ability then to have a smooth zoom in and out is so huge, and and we talk it when we're watching watching streams in the office. Like if you if you zoom your camera all the way out or get it to where you think okay I, I can see enough, and then it never moves, it's just not very engaging. And no. one of the things, and it's and it's it's a subtle thing to be able to zoom in and out and let a play develop and know when a play needs to be shown a little bit tighter. Uh, right. But if you watch, you know, like whenever I watch sports and I've, I've been a sports guy my, literally my entire life. So I've never, never not watched sports, but as I've come into strive and I've come into broadcasting in general, I watch it for different reasons now. And that's that main camera when it, um, for instance, a football play and there's a pile up in the middle and we're trying to see if the running back got the first down I don't want to see goal line to goal line, right? Because no. because that little pileup is going to be very tiny on my screen. I would want our main camera. Whoops, here we go. I would want our main camera. We were talking about where my hands going to go in this thing. Here's we're finding out, right? I want my main camera angle to zoom in smoothly, mm-hmm. slightly slowly to that pile. I want to then I can see the hands and everybody pushing back and forth on each other. Yeah, I want to see that, right? Uh, but if we're all the way zoomed out, we don't really get a sense of that. Um, conversely, in basketball, guy goes driving, or gal, either way, somebody goes driving down the lane, and we get uh, a contested rebound, and we get tips, and, and the ball's going back and forth, but we've zoomed in on that. Suddenly, a, a, pass, a rebound happens, and an outlet pass happens, and there could be a breakaway. Well, if we just whip pan, and that's what that's called, is I go from one end of the court to the other end, that's a whip, 
Um, if if that's what we're going to see as a viewer, I'm going to get seasick really fast. And often. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, and it's not fun. And then it's blurry too. There's, right. There's that and it's blurry. Movement, but. but the thing that can help is that as you zoom out, it takes less movement to cover right. more of the court. Now, as things slow down, now I can zoom back in. Right. And so there's, and it's, it's kind of tough to actually explain without sitting there and, and <laughs> breaking down film like a football coach would. Right. right? Yeah. Um, but it, it makes a huge difference. Yes, I would concur with all of that. In the viewing. Um, because there is a there is a flip side to that, Jordan. And if we get um, – the other thing that these these zoom controllers, Libic, Magnus, most of them, is they have variable zoom rates, right? You can move oh, that yes. – you can move that butterfly switch all the way to one direction, and you'll go a lot faster, or you can move it halfway, and it will slowly zoom in or out, whatever that is. There, yeah, there's more, and I found that there's more sensitivity with those yes. switch, those those that rocker switch. So, I mean, the I mean the the rocker switch or slide switch or whatever you want to call it on top of the camera that comes comes with the camera, it has a variable, but it's not as sensitive as whatever external zoom controller that you use, and so you can get a lot smoother pans and and zooms in and out with that because what can happen especially if you're again okay so let's say all right we're going to make a point to zoom in but we don't have the zoom controller so we're going to go with our hand on top of the camera right that zoom is so touchy you'll get what's called the crash zoom and you'll go from oh it's a nice wide zoom to (laughs) there's somebody's face and you're like like the whip pan what in the world just happened and and it's really it's a disorienting feeling as a viewer yeah and you can you can adjust those a lot of Cameras have a settings that you can adjust, but it, I, I've found, I don't know about you, but whatever, what I found is no amount of adjustments within the camera can fix that zooming on uh, with the actual camera toggle switch. So I, I've, I, the only thing I found is you can either do a crash zoom or you can do not the a zoom, zoom at all. You might as well just pick the camera up and move it. You know, that's how fast it's going. Uh, but the flip side of all of this zooming, and one thing that obviously we want to avoid is, is the crash zoom or the too slow zoom. But the other thing you would want to avoid with this is zooming too often. There yes. is, uh, because uh, we, we've seen some some cameras that have come onto the market uh, in the last couple of years, and whew, there's a lot of movement with them. And yeah. uh, there's a, uh, a certain amount of seasickness if you have that automated camera that doesn't, doesn't know, oh, it's just a free throw. Okay, well, let's stay. Maybe we need to zoom in and out appropriately but we, uh, it doesn't need to just like keep waving, and uh, it's not fun. Zooming, I think you would, um, you said this before, but it's more of a, a spice than the main dish. Yes. Uh, so it's use it sparingly to kind of help tell the story, but that's not going to be your meat and potatoes. It's basically. no, it, it's or it's, did, did, I, did so, I did that wrong? No, nah, well, close. All right, I'm learning the steak is why we're having the meal. That's your main camera. All right, I am going to the restaurant. I am going to Texas Roadhouse or whatever. I'm going there for the steak. Mm-hmm. Now, the Zoom, that's the seasoning. The, uh, the okay. seasoning on our main camera. Okay, I really like how Restaurant X puts their seasoning on. That's how they Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. Now, well, I was talking about multicam switching, and so our main camera was our steak, but our second camera, our ISO shot, 
that's the mashed potatoes or the green beans. That's yeah. your side, right? And then camera three, your floor cam, whatnot, your interview camera, that is uh, is side number. That's the side salad. Maybe that's the green beans to your mashed potatoes. And then you've got dessert, and that's a you know an arena shot, or or replay could be another another side dish. You get your two sides right at, at Roadhouse. Yep. Um, sponsor us, Roadhouse. This is not sponsored yet, but uh, <laughs> please. Uh, and so the seasoning would be on the main steak. Uh-huh. That would be assuming. Okay. There's a rabbit hole for you. Well, um, I'll let you do the analogies from now on. Thank you. Speaking of analogies, and this is not an analogy, Jordan, have you downloaded the NE score feed app? Because I am I, I, I have not. You have not. Well, I you have should. not. Uh, why, why? It is the go-to app for high school sports in the state of Nebraska. That is why. Um, you can follow your favorite teams uh, from Nebraska, keep up to date with the latest live game scores, you can uh, find official live stream links, Strive and otherwise. You can find team standings. You can find schedules. You can favorite teams and get notified when, they're, uh, when their games are start- starting. It's crowdsourced. You can score your own game. I'm sitting in the stands. I pop open the app. I'm contributing. I'm going back into the scores feed. There's every other game. Uh, it is awesome. If you haven't downloaded it yet, uh, it's kind of new as of like fall of 22 as we uh, start our, our new year here, um, NE score feed. It's N, the letter N, the letter E, not any, as in all, right? NE score feed. Uh, their website, nescorefeed.com, and you can download it on the App Store and Google Play. It's awesome. It's really, really slick. It's clean design, works well, and about to be featured on Strive School's bottom ticker. That's going to be so awesome. It's, it, it, the beta testing looked really, really good. Uh, Columbus did an awesome job with that. So, uh, three key takeaways of why a school or production unit should have Zoom controllers on their camcorders. Go. Well, it's a lot more convenient for one. Yes. As we have just uh, outlined. Um, It makes your live stream much more dynamic if you're able to kind of layer that in uh, correctly with practice, obviously, but, um, and then third, um, it's, 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 it's one of those things that doesn't cost a lot. That yes, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yep, good. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. It doesn't cost a lot, but it adds a lot. Right. So your return is, is pretty good. Yep. Especially once you get it, get that down and it makes the act of filming more engaging. And so it's not just about the viewer, but your filmer suddenly now goes from, oh, I'm just moving the camera back and forth to, hey, I, I need to make this a dynamic breathing mm-hmm. kind of kind of motion. It makes it much more enjoyable. It's, yep. it's fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, that is episode one of Tech and Teaching, how Zoom controllers can take your streaming to the next level. We have more episodes. We have a lot of these episodes in the hopper. What's the next one? I have no idea what we're talking about next. Um, one topic I know we're talking about at some point, but we need more prep about is NDI. That is, it is such an amazing technology. It is, it is it, not new by any means. No, it's, but, but it's, it's new to our refined. office. It's new to our office. And man, I was, I was on cloud nine when I found out about that. So, yeah. and, and, and the, the possibilities we are, if you want to talk about next level, and that's kind of what we're talking about in general in this podcast is how can you take one camera and make it better? How can you make two cameras, make it better? NDI, the possibilities are really, really fun and really interesting to think about schools who have already have a strong network in place 
and or are thinking about uh, some bond issues to perhaps restructure some of their building, this could potentially be something uh, very big for them. But it's way too much of a tease already. Oh, we'll save that. Anything else? I, well, because, yeah. okay. no, you know, we'll go for a while. So uh, that is it for Tech and Teaching Part 1. The Rubik's Cube is done. I guess that means the show is over. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>